0: Well, the funny thing is, if you had asked me this
1: like two years ago, my answer would have been, take care of your profile. Hey entrepreneurs, are you running around multitasking, always rushing to get to the next thing, working insane hours like I did for years? Listen, one day I nearly electrocuted myself because I was in such a rush. It was the wake-up call that I needed. I had subscribed to the old way of doing things, grinding it out, thinking long hours and hard work was just me paying my dues. I was wrong and it was costing me. I finally realized it was the things I implemented right now that gave me the biggest results in my business. So the big question is, what should you be doing right now in your business? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips. No glory, just the raw goods and fascinating conversations so we can get you to your next win now. Hey everyone, welcome to Now Your Business with Chris Ward. I am here today with Karen Yankovic and we are so lucky to have her back. She was part of launch week and she was episode number six and she gave some really great tidbits. You really want to go back and listen to episode number six because there's stuff that, you know, will really help you and stuff you can implement now, all right? What it's all about now, your business. So I want to welcome you back, Karen. Thanks so much for coming back. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Okay, let me tell everyone a little bit, for those who missed the first episode but will go back, let me tell you a little bit about Karen. So, Karen would be described as a social media brand strategist, business consultant, and speaker. Karen Yankovic is the CEO of Uplevel Media, with the been there and done that in the arena of losing and then refining her a focused approach to business and life. Karen now offers coaching and consulting for entrepreneurs. Her unique, specialty, her unique specialty blends her get-it-done attitude with a passion for soulful living in her personal services and online workshops. Karen's background includes over 20 years in the fields of information technology, marketing, customer relationships, making social media her ideal niche. As well, we have to mention Good Girls Get Rich, Karen Yankovich podcast, which I was Thrilled to be on and had a great time. and We learned lots there as well. So welcome to the show, Karen. I'm so excited to be here, Chris. Thank you for having me again. Oh, we're so excited. I'm. I'm really getting into this LinkedIn thing. I'm really diving deeper into LinkedIn every week. So it's really wonderful to have an expert like you. What on happens the show. when
0: people start to get in my orbit? Just so you yeah, know. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you can't. I, you can't help it because you know. You know. Anyway. Yeah.
1: No, it it becomes addictive and I, I think it's a really quality piece. So what we always want to talk about is we want to talk about what can the audience get from you today? What can they do? What now can they do so that, you know, we're all about now your business. So we want to talk about things they can do now with LinkedIn. But first I'd like to hear a little bit about your journey because we learn from you know other people's mistakes. What are the mistakes, or let's not call them mistakes. What are some of the redirects where you got up one day and said, "Oh my gosh, I got to do something different now." What could we learn from from your journey? Well, I mean, first of all, you know, my journey
0: was an absolute roller coaster, which I think many of, of us are. There was no ladder to where I am today. There was a definite <laughs> roller coaster, um, you know, and and my business changed as my the seasons in my life changed, you know, raising kids, kids in college, you know, home by myself. So, you know, I would say though, um, when I first started teaching digital marketing, which I loved and teaching social media, I was, I was working with clients on their branding, their digital branding in general, right? Uh, We had an agency, we were posting on Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook for clients. And I had a team of people that were doing that. Um, But what I found was that, you know, and I knew this because I owned companies before. My wheelhouse is not managing people. My wheelhouse is strategy. And um, so I found myself, as time went on, getting further and further away from the strategy and more and more into, did we deliver this number of posts for this client last week? Right. So at the same time, as I was teaching my clients to niche their business down, I was not doing the same thing. So my business naturally started to niche on LinkedIn because I... You know, as I was working with these clients, I noticed that they were all really looking to brand their business. They wanted to talk about their products and their services, and their products and services were amazing. And we're not always all that interested in talking about ourselves, right? Right. But on the other side of that coin, I knew that the people that do business with them wanted to know more about them.
1: Okay. Before they were
0: interested in the product. So I was naturally bringing everybody to LinkedIn to get them started anyway. We were writing LinkedIn profiles and really building out – LinkedIn strategy, as well as the other platforms.
1: So, so you were using it as a tool for your exactly. existing client base. And that's how exactly. you sort of We were hooked. starting
0: the strat. We were starting right. most people's strategies on LinkedIn. Okay. And you know, somehow I started getting, I guess, I guess people can tell when, you know, I'm passionate about it. So I would, so I was, I was starting to do some more speaking specifically around LinkedIn. And what I found was if somebody went into a group of a thousand people and said, Hey, who do you know that's a good social media speaker? 50 names would get put in the group. But if somebody yeah. came into that same group and said, Hey, who do you know that's a LinkedIn speaker? ten people would say, Call Karen. Okay. And I started to realize the power of the niche. Okay. And okay. and as a solo business owner, I really wasn't loving running an agency. So we started to wean out off of our clients and I started to just focus more on strategy and primarily LinkedIn strategy. And I do I do um build in a lot of work with PR as well. I teach people when we do LinkedIn strategy, not just how to create a strategy to get clients, but to create a strategy to develop relationships also with the media, the journalists who's writing about the kinds of things that you're expert in. And are you connecting with them on LinkedIn? Are you connecting with the podcast hosts of the podcasts you love? Are you connecting, you know, going to your local newspaper online and looking to see who writes about the things that you do and making sure you know them.
1: So, so, Yep. Go ahead. My apologies.
0: Uh, no, so I started to focus more on that. And I realized that, you know, that it, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a mistake, but definitely an evolution, right? An evolution that I wouldn't go back the other way with, because I the more I niche my business, the more business I got.
1: And what, so you kind of, in a way, almost LinkedIn found you because you started using it and then it started working better and better for your clients. So then you started gravitating towards yeah. it. And it just blossomed from there. Now, in your early stages of that, what were some of the challenges that you faced as far as using even LinkedIn or or your own business in general? Well, I will
0: tell you that, you know, like you talk about the shoemaker's children don't have any shoes. I was teaching LinkedIn. I was, was, um, you know, my clients were having these huge successes and I wasn't really using it as much for myself. So I didn't even have 500 connections at the time. So I distinctly remember going into a business group and offering free LinkedIn profile reviews for people in the group, because I knew that in order to give, and I would tell them it really isn't true, but I told them we had to connect so that I could make sure I could fully see your profile. But yeah. I had to kind of come up with this cockamamie way of like <laughs> offering these reviews so that I could build my own network and get up over 500. And the, you know, now I'm at like 12,000, right? But at the time I was like, I'm going to be doing this. If I'm stepping into this, I got to look like I tell everybody else you need to look the part. I need to look the part. Right. So So you,
1: you were struggling. You didn't have the time or the energy to fix your own profile, but you were giving audits to other profiles. So, right. But the really great thing about LinkedIn is you can see when someone's checked out your profile. Did you have a wave of nausea when you connected with someone and I'll help you with your profile. And then you, Oh, they're going to look at mine and you knew they I was, did. I don't really get that, but I do get like profile
0: envy like, Oh God, that's a great profile. You know? Um, and this was before I started doing it. I'd look at people's LinkedIn profiles. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Um, cause here's the thing. I'm not a writer. I don't write LinkedIn profiles. I have people that do it. I know what I want to see. Like if, if, if we, you know, my company, one of the things we still do is rewrite LinkedIn profiles. And if one of my writers is working with a client that I'm working on with strategy, I'll look at that profile and say, I want them more positioned as a right. speaker, or I want them more okay. positioned like this, but I don't write it. So I had a little envy for the people that had the, that copy skill. Um, yeah. So it was more of that than I had profile shame. I, I didn't I don't really care well it's
1: not even it. about profile shame, but it was something you were selling and you're the you yes. started the yeah. story saying I didn't have it, but I, I was know. selling the service. I so know. I think that's a really interesting part. What I want to hear from yeah. the listeners is how when I'm selling something that I know I can do but I haven't had the time to do for my own company and I know they can check mine in a second. How did you make that leap in sales? Like not about shaming. I didn't mean to shame I mean I think, think that it was shame. I think
0: that it happened pretty quickly. Like there wasn't okay. a lot of time that it was there. It happened pretty quickly, but I just okay. but I just think they have this memory of saying I need more people connected to I need to be connected to more people. You know right. so I came up with this like way to grow my gotcha. network by offering and it was free. So I provided value, but it also started to position me as ah. a LinkedIn expert in that group. Right. And then Perfect. they would come start coming to me for, for example, for, for, with questions. So yeah, I mean, listen, and you know, LinkedIn changes all the time. So when you're teaching, so I did a training one time for a whole company on LinkedIn um, company page. I think it was, or I don't even remember what it was, but I know that I went home that night and pulled up LinkedIn and they completely changed it. And I had to call the customer the next morning and say, you know, that training we did yesterday, it's already outdated. Oh, Oh my it gosh. Was, so, so that kind of stuff just happens. You gotta have to yeah. learn how to roll with it. Yeah. And you know, and pr- do whatever you gotta do to, you know, to um you know make it right.
1: And it is an exhausting race sometimes because you you're just doing your best, and all of a sudden, without, I mean, it's a different time, all of a sudden this big conglomerate that company that rules all of our behaviors changed the rules without any indication or warning. And now we must play catch up. But I think what's really interesting in your story, I want to pick up on a couple of things is you wanted to dive in a little bit more and be more niche on your LinkedIn. So then you said, okay, I'm going to back to some stuff we discussed in episode six. You, you talked about really making a valuable connection. So you, you gave a free service to give them audits on their profile. So that's a really, I want everyone to really think, hear that for a moment instead of just blitzing people and saying, can we connect? Can, you know, uh, my pet peeve is when I get the, Hey, can we hop on a call for what? Like, what? Like, do we want to talk about the weather or your favorite food? I need to have, I don't want to be rude. And I don't know how to send back and say, well, uh, under the moon, what category do you want to discuss? Right? I just have to have an idea. So well, you, you- can, I can,
0: I like to control that. And that's why if I offer yeah. LinkedIn profile reviews, I do them all the time i'm happy Perfect. to do them so you still do that i do i do okay. and and chris i get a ton of clients that way Perfect. you know i was interviewed on a podcast a couple months ago and i offered it was a pretty big podcast and i offered linkedin profile reviews and i got swamped but i oh. got probably three private clients from that you know oh, which awesome. are the which are okay. high paying clients so i still yeah. do it i did a conference a couple weeks ago the she podcast conference i spoke at that conference and they had an app that that was um That was part of the conference, but it was running months before the conference started. So I started a thread in the app and I was doing LinkedIn profile reviews for people that were going to the conference before I even showed up at the conference. So when I showed up at that conference, people already knew me. They thanked me. I had, I had screenshots of people from that conference that had said, oh my gosh, my profile views went up by 400% by making those few little changes. Uh, So by the time I got to that conference, that was so valuable to me. So those kinds of things are, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a really Like doing, like showing people, don't tell people how good you are, show them how good you are.
1: Yeah, that, that is, well, I mean, that's great. Now, what, you know, what happens to the, all of us though, when somebody gives a really great example and a great story is we go, oh yeah, well she's a LinkedIn expert. And so now she's giving LinkedIn audits, but that's not going to help me because I either can't give away my service or my service is different. What, what I said, you, you deal with clients, so what are some ideas that you could give us when it now just seems so perfect and flawless the way you describe it, but you deal with people all day long. So what are some of the tips and techniques you give them for offering or reaching out or making those kind of connections?
0: I mean, you know, there was a, um, do, you, do you know Denise Phil Thomas? She wrote the book recently, Chillpreneur. Uh Yes. So Denise wrote in that book, her services are either free or expensive. Okay. And I, I like that theory because, you know, there's a lot of value in offering free services to people. You know, I mean, I've always got, we, you know, we build our email lists by, by giving people something for free. Right. So, you control it, like I control it, I say drop in your link, and then I know it's going to take me two or three minutes per person, I usually do a quick video review, I give them one tiny little thing to change, I don't make, I don't give them a whole profile review, I say try this, start with this, start with that, and then tag me when you're done, I'll take another look at it, they don't always do that, they don't often do that, Um, but it's it's high touch, it's high touch, and that, and that keep in my, that's, that, that's on my brand. I want people to feel very well taken care of. And I think you can find something and I'm ha- you know, I mean, you can find something, you just have to be creative.
1: So do you have any, and maybe I'm putting you on the spot here. Cause it's really, no. I'm talking to you about you. So with you, it seems now, cause you're the LinkedIn expert and you're giving the LinkedIn audit. That seems so mm-hmm. simple, although lots of other LinkedIn experts are not doing it. So it's only simple when it's done well, that's my position in business. Anything done well, looks easy. So do you have any examples of clients that you have and serve some ways that they offered, not, you know, either free mm-hmm. services or to be of yeah. service that would, we'd love to hear those.
0: Yeah. So I have a client who is a business coach and this just happened last week. And she, we, she is looking, she's also a widow. So um, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. Um, She, we were brainstorming, she's in my mastermind, and we were brainstorming a little bit how she could decide if she wants to kind of move into, because there's a lot of widows that need support in business, in in their careers, right? So does she want to niche down that far? And she's not really sure. So we, we, what we really talked about was, what if, for the rest of 2019, you reach out to organizations that support widows, and you say, listen, I'm a career coach, I support widows, and I'm looking to interview or have conversations with 100 widows between now and the end of the year to talk to them and see how they, what kind of support they may need around their career as they're going through this transition. Now, this is win-win-win-win, because right. she's going to the more conversations you have with clients, the clearer your own messaging gets. So I think that's important. So she'll get clear on her messaging. She'll get a lot of information from these people as to where, you know, what kind of support she can give them. The organization now knows she exists and she's just providing value to their people. So if they need a speaker or if they need anything, she's now made a really valuable connection with that organization. And of those hundred people, chances are she's going to get some clients.
1: That's a great example. And thank you for sharing that with us. And I think that really is you know a powerful lesson, and what what I heard, and I and I learned this myself as well. You're right. The, you know, in the past, you I always try to get my messaging correct and make sure you know I'm professional, Chris, before I put it out there. And you just over processed it too. It doesn't yes. even matter, even if it was good, I put it out there to an audience that I have to know what their needs are and then what they want. It's not what I want. So and, and often more, often we miss that mark. Yeah. We put all this time and effort into our copy, and then when we get out there, they're like, Well, I don't care about that. I care no. about this.
0: And we're like,
1: oh my gosh. Yeah. So I found taking messy action and doing it now, you know, the now for your business today people, I would really want you to hear is when you put stuff out there and you keep putting it out day after day, not even like even if no one's listening and you don't get any response back from whatever marketplace you're putting it in, and we suggest LinkedIn, but even if you weren't, what I found is just hearing myself talk or saying, oh, I could say that a better way. Or I would be talking to a client and I would hear something when I'm coaching them. Oh my gosh, that would make a great video. I could say that better tomorrow. So just constantly recycling the message, tweaking it. Very much like comedians who spend months and months and months on a 10 minute,
0: 10 minute skit.
1: And they're just tweaking the words and burning it down to it's the most efficient and most powerful, you know, comedic approach. So that's what I learned with my messaging is you're 100% right. The more you get out there, they're aware of you, then you're building relationships, and now you're really uh, honing in on your own messaging. So only good can come up from that. So I think that... That people, that's our big takeaway. We've learned a lot today from Karen and the power of LinkedIn. And I'm sure she'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn. Absolutely. And
0: I will, if you tell me that you heard me on the show and you want a profile review, I don't review everyone's profile that connects with me on LinkedIn. But if you tell me that you want a little review of your profile,
1: I'm happy to do one. Well, that sounds like a really great gift. So we thank you for that. So I would definitely take her up on that opportunity because I have seen her work and it is fabulous. She's, she really does know her stuff and people uh, have really enjoyed working with her. I know a couple of your clients, so that's pretty awesome. So Karen, as we wrap up and you gave us lots that we could do today so that we could, you know, my audience can now their business and you can now your business, where can we find you? We can find you on LinkedIn. And I'm not sure if I've already mentioned this. You've got an amazing podcast that I really enjoyed being on, um, which would be Good Girls Get Rich. So if you go to Karen's Podcast. Be sure to find me on it now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: We'll tough. have to find the episode number and put it in the yeah. uh, show notes here.
1: Yeah, but uh, it was a great time. And lots, always, always, always lots of nuggets there, just like there are here today. So so am I missing anything? Or is anywhere else I can find you? Or no, I'm out? at
0: Karen Yankovich across all social media. If you want some support for your um, to get started with your own profile, you can go to LinkedInProfileTips.com.
1: That's completely free. And you'll get a couple little videos to get you started on uh, creating a great profile fabulous. Karen, I cannot thank you enough today so much. Thank you for joining us and sharing all your knowledge. I really appreciate it. And I'm too, happy. You guys, thanks for see having you at the next first. episode. Thank you. If you've enjoyed our show, please do leave a review. Right now, we are giving away a free audio version of When the Hour, When the Day, valued at $15, but we know people that's worth more than that because... It can help you eliminate 80% of your to-do list and 100% of your guilt. So until our next show, thank you again for joining us.